Hey guys, welcome to a side of Crunchy, a podcast where we talk everything pregnancy, birth, and parenting with a crunchy twist. I'm your host, Carmen, and I'm so excited to have you guys here today. We're going to be talking about how to become a doula and the whole process and what it all entails. So I hope you're ready for it. It's a lot of information. So to go along with today's podcast, um, on Monday, I'm going to release a blog post to go along with it. So make sure you head over to doulacarmenedwards.com. Just click on blog and you'll see the latest post come out on Monday at 11. Same time I do everything in my life because mornings and I do not go hand in hand. So I hope you're ready for that. We're going to cut to a brief commercial break and we'll be right back to talk about how you want to do everything so this is your time to grab something to take some notes because trust me you'll want to do that we'll be right back thanks so much for holding on there i hope you have something to write down this information with i'm really excited to have you guys here today Uh, we're gonna go over a lot of information and it may be overwhelming so do not feel bad to send me any questions you have and I'll be happy to answer them. Um, I do want to tell you that if you go to our um, website and you click on podcasts you'll have the option to send us any messages you'd like. It's like a recorded um, option So you can leave any questions and I'll be able to play them and answer them for you as well. So I thought that was going to be really cool to kind of have the option with today's podcast because we definitely will be touching on this information throughout the podcast and as everything gets set up. So I hope you're ready for that um, as well. So in today's podcast, um, I, I... told the story before, I I started to get into how to become a doula and the whole process after having Faith. She is now 11. So I kind of fell into it little by little. It was not something that I knew I really wanted to do right away. Um, It took some time for me to kind of develop the the thought of it, how everything would work, how I could be a mom and be a business owner, because as a doula, you become a business owner, whether you do pregnancy only or postpartum only, or you do them both. If you add in other services like placenta encapsulation or uh, a breastfeeding consultant or assistant, like, you know, to be able to just help people, all of those are building your business. And while I'm not going to get too much into the business aspect of it, I will have that on the blog for you. Um, I wanted to focus today on how to become a doula. So make sure you look at the, check out the blog on Monday. I want to give you guys time to hear the information, digest the information, and then read that. And it's literally how to become a doula in a weekend. I know it sounds crazy. And I'm warning you now, it is not clickbait. It's the honest truth, it's the way it's possible. You can do it. It's going to take a lot of work, a lot of effort. You're not going to go out and hit up the beach or, you know, anything crazy like that. You're going to have to remain focused that weekend if you really want to make it happen. So just keep that in mind. I'm warning you now, if you decide to become a doula in a weekend, forget about everything else. Um, I... I'm specifically going to be talking about herbal 
which is who I am um, certified through. For a lot of time, a lot of years, I did not certify under anyone. Um, I thought about it. I looked into it. I, I even paid money um, to register under another organization. But as you grow and you develop, you figure out what your views are. And for me, certain views did not align with other views. Um, so for me, for example, over the course of my parenting and becoming a parent, I fell in love with unassisted births. And a lot of other doula organizations tell you that you cannot attend a unassisted birth while you are certified for them or with them. I still don't understand why. It's not like it adds any liability to them. Um, it's you and your business. But whatever. I mean, that's the way that they feel. And I wouldn't really want to be certified under someone who was doing more of like a fear-based um, curriculum anyway, if you will. I like evidence-based information. I want to get into the nitty gritty and I want to know more. So with Herbal knowing that one of the main reasons they made this course was because they wanted both of those things. They wanted their um, students to be able to certify under someone um, who had the same views, who understood the unassisted um, birth side of it, who supported it, who wasn't going to make you seem like you were being reckless or irresponsible, and ultimately helped us get more evidence-based information. So there's tons of links throughout the course that really talk to you and and give you more information, like more of a loophole and uh, rabbit hole. So you're constantly learning more information. And I absolutely love that for them, love them for that. So that's the reason that I certified under them. There's other organizations. Some of them you um, have to attend an in-person cl in class. Now with COVID, they've turned like virtual. So it, it really just depends on what it is that you would like and what calls your attention. Um, so I'm specifically talking about herbal in the information that I'm about to jump into now. So that's why I certified through them. It works out. I absolutely love everything that they stand for. Have we had our hiccups? I'm not going to lie and tell you the organization has been perfect 100% of the time, but I'm not perfect. And I would hate to be certified under somebody who claims their program or whatever is perfect because that means you have no room to grow. And I'm all about growing and, and gaining more knowledge and growing some more. So that's that's me and where I stand. So how do you become a doula? Well, first you find an organization, if you're choosing to go that route, that your views align with. If you're choosing not to certify under an organization, it's going to be a lot of self-study. And technically, you can listen to my podcast and say that you're a doula and you decided not to certify and call it a day. Um, but I don't recommend that because you're not going to have all of the knowledge and firsthand experience that you'll get through certifying through a program. 
Um, for me, I was lucky to have a midwife who allowed me to start off by being a doula at just her client birth. So she would pay for her clients to have a doula and she would pay me for it. And it was just for me to gain my experience. So to me, I was like, well, midwives really don't make a whole lot of money. And here there is a midwife who's willing to pay me out of her own money for me to help clients and get hands-on experience. That's not going to happen to everyone. You can definitely try. Um, nowadays, it's all about volunteering and free births. And that's great if you want to go that way, go that route. But with everything that I've learned since becoming a doula, I don't do free births anymore. And I don't mean free births as unassisted birth. I mean, like, no money births. And it, it's going to sound really bad, but I have to feed my family. I'm away from them. I have gas. Luckily, here in Tennessee, we don't have tolls. But in Miami, we did have tolls. And those were highway robbery, no pun intended. So you had all of this coming to you, all of it, one on top of the other. So the, the little bit of money that I did get paid from attending births with her helped me be able to cover my expenses at least and then pocket a little bit of money and knowledge on top of it. So that's my perspective. If you're going to call yourself a doula and you're going to get into this business, whether they're friends or family or whoever, I really, really recommend that you come up with a special fee if you want to for friends and family. But make sure that you're not giving yourself away. Being a doula is a lot of hard work. It's a lot of information. It's emotional. It's it, it's physical. It's just a lot. So think about that when you are going to decide how you will be as a doula. Um, and then go from there. So... If you decide to sign up the way that I have, then what you'll do is you'll go to their website, find the link in the um, bio below, and you'll be able to find everything that you need. You'll be able to sign up and literally get started the same day. The course is broken down into several sections, including, and most importantly, probably for me, is the history of birth work and how the term birth keeper came about and finding your inner birth keeper. And those were all really important things for me um, to be able to start and gain my knowledge. You see, having the hands-on experience is important um, because a lot of people are gonna ask you how many births you've attended but just as equally as important is going to be the knowledge that you carry with you. Uh, when you're a doula, it, it's really important to be knowledgeable and to be able to answer questions, but you want to be able to answer them correctly. So there's nothing worse than being asked a question from your client and guessing or giving incorrect information. So I rather you 
tell me as your client, hey, I actually don't know off the top of my head. Let me do some research and I'll get back to you. Is it okay if I call, text, email, whatever you do with that information? Um, on my website for my clients, I have a, a separate login section for them where they can look up books that I recommend, where they can get links to a lot of the information, um, a lot of the information that I talk to them about. They can um, message me, see contracts, get discounts on other services. Like anything special for my clients is put away in this folder. A lot of the same information I do share, but I don't share as much of it when I'm writing my blog post or I'm communicating via my social media networks um, because my focus is on my clients. I do want people to be interested in the services that I offer and I want them to know that I'm knowledgeable. So I do share bits and pieces of the information, but ultimately my clients are going to get the open book of all communications that they can um, and that I offer. This also allows me to continue to learn because maybe I don't know as much as I would, I wish that I did on an assisted birth, for example, or on breastfeeding after implants. These are all things that I've done and I do have knowledge on, but there's there may be aspects to it that I'm not aware of. I've never had a breech birth, so I won't be able to give a personal experience with that, but I'll point you in the right direction to more information on breech births and, and how to prepare and what to expect and, you know, that whole thing um, or that whole side of it. So you want to have both the knowledge and the hands-on experience, but you don't want to go broke doing either. You don't want to let all your energy go either. You really want to level it. You want to be able to provide your focus where it really is important. And for a long time, for a lot of us doulas who have been doing this for a few years, um, that was a hard place for us because we wanted to share the knowledge. We wanted everybody to be able to have access to every resource and every bit of information that we had but that's not the, not not that's not always possible. That's not always the case. So, um, through your training, through the information that we have to to offer you, um, you'll you'll learn a lot of about that. You'll learn about fertility, both female and male fertility, birth control, um, ovulation, and you know, tracking your fertility and it, you know, the different trimesters that we go through and just all of these different aspects of birth and pregnancy that are going to be important to your clients and you're going to want to share the information with your clients. Um, so this course gives you definitely a lot of information, a lot of resources to read. Um, and links to continue your education. So their book resource alone is well over 200 books. I wanna say that it's closer to 250 books, which is why I said you will not be able to read every single book in the weekend that you decide to become a doula, but you will 
be very knowledgeable in a lot of the information and these books, as you go reading them, you can read two a week easily, one a week. Um, and it may take you some time and it may take you some time to um, read them all, to gain all of the information. But as you'll always hear me say, you know, learning happens every single day. You're going to learn something new. You're going to change your views on things. You're going to evolve um, to be more of your true self. I'm not saying anybody's being fake or whatever, but it's like you have this little person in you, this little flame, and it's very light, and you're going to see it like just burst off and have this big flame all of a sudden where you're going to have so many ideas and you're going to know exactly what it is you want to do and where your business should be. And that flame is going to stay lit by all of the information that you continuously gain every day. Um, through the course, you also learn about attending hospital births and how to support hospital births, how to attend a home birth with an, a midwife and how to attend an unassisted birth. You're going to learn about emergencies and what an emergency truly is. And all of this is going to give you even more information to pass on to your clients. Um, you're going to learn about the forgotten period, which we often refer to as the fourth trimester. And that's postpartum care. Just because your client has delivered the baby does not mean they're done. Their hormones are out of whack. I know mine were. They're going to have their first postpartum period. It could be in a week. It could be in six weeks. It could be in 14 months. All of these things are really important for them to feel that it's beneficial to hire you as then a postpartum doula. And that is part of this program as well. And how you can support somebody, truly support them and honor them and their traditions or their wishes, you know, some cultures do not leave their home until six weeks after the birth. And if that's their case, then definitely respect those wishes. But, you know, you're not going to know about every culture. So it's important to ask questions. Um, I attended a birth one time and the family, um, the, the, the mother and the grandmother, would follow me around with a pillow. And every time I would go to sit, would put a pillow underneath me. And in their culture, they believed that you should not sit on the floor um, unless you were sitting on something. So these are all important things to, to know and to, to gain knowledge of. Um, I have never found anyone to be offended if I ask questions because I'm genuinely genuinely curious you just don't want to offend anyone and there's a, a fine line between it sometimes so by all means ask questions and do your research um, when you find you're in those situations that you may have some questions um, so now that we know a gif of what the course is about and what to expect um, I want to talk to you about how to actually put the plan in motion to become a doula in a weekend. 
Um, so essentially, let's say you get off Friday at five o'clock. You're going to want to go home, get dinner, the whole shebang, get everybody situated because nobody wants your children not to be cared for. Um, get everybody situated and then read. Uh, if you're taking a bath, you can read the introduction of how this course works. And so the course right now is not in an audio version, which I, I, I really do wish that um, Desiree and Taylor would decide to do one day, even as they go updating the information, shoot, I'll volunteer to record it for them if they want. Um, because as I've grown up and become a parent, it's harder for me to sometimes sit and read a book. So audio has definitely been where I go to now. Um, and I can do it while I'm taking a shower or I'm cooking or, you know, driving in my car. That audio is, is where I go to. Um, but they update the information so often, which I love that I think it's a little bit harder for them to do it because I believe at one point that uh, Taylor was trying to do audio for us. Um, you'll also notice in the courses that they have tons of printouts and downloads for you. Those are going to be really important and, and I definitely recommend that you download all of that information and either print it out if paper is for you because um, there are different studies and whatnot, or you can just save them on like Dropbox or OneDrive, any of those that you choose to to use. Um, and you'll see that those also will give you more information. So you download the course, you've signed up, you sit down, you're ready to go. Um, now it's time for you to, to find your focus, right? So all of this information, like all of the categories and the subjects that they have are short and to the point. And I like that because there's nothing worse than somebody like dreading out or elongating what we already know um, is being said or what is common sense. Um, so definitely you're able to read all of the course information in, in a weekend. I, I wouldn't say more than it would take you more than a weekend to finish all of the reading. The only thing that may take you longer is what's known as the final project. And the final project is um, essentially the, uh, essentially for you to get your certificate. So they have several options in order for you to get certified. Um, one of them is to host a childbirth education class in your community and record it. Um, you Now with COVID, it's, it's harder to do the whole in-person thing. So you may need to do a virtual class. And if that's the case, you can use like a Facebook, a private, private Facebook group or even Zoom. Um, to do your class. I have still been able to do in-person classes. Sometimes couples just want it to be themselves or themselves and the family who's going to be present during the actual birth. Your other option is to 
um, attend an herbal training, which if you haven't looked at Herbal's Facebook group um, or page yet, then you'll see that um, they have tons, uh, I'm so excited, of in-person trainings for 2021. I have not been able to go between, they actually just launched them this year. So between having a baby, getting back from maternity leave, and like one thing just rolled into another, so I was not able to go. Then COVID hit, and the one I was signed up for had to be canceled. So I'm really excited. I will definitely be uh, attending the Nashville 2021. So if you'd like to meet me, then by all means, register for that class, book your flight, a hotel, whatever the case may be. If you're local, you can definitely reach out to me and we can carpool. Um, but look at the trainings in person near, near you. Those in-person trainings um, do include your certificate and they're a weekend class as well. So you'll be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, it's a kind of an all day thing. It's like a few hours Friday, basically all day Sunday, uh, Friday, hold on. So it's a few hours on Friday, all day Saturday, and then an, a few hours on Sunday. So in that time that you're in that class, you'll be able to also obtain your certification if you want to do an in-person class. Um, and that would count as your final project. Um, you can do research on, a, on any topic that you learned about in the course. You can interview a provider in your area. Um, so they, they do give you several options on, to, on ways you can um, obtain your official certificate. They even give you these cute little badges so you can put on your social media accounts um, in order to promote yourself. Again, I'm not going to go really into the business side of it on the podcast. Um, our YouTube video is going to definitely include more of that, and especially our our blog is going to have a lot of a lot more of that information. So make sure that you check both of those out. And again, as always, I'll put the link in comments or in the bio description below. But if you search a side of crunchy on any social media platform, you will find us. Um, and all of the information that we have to share with you. So now that we know that it's possible for you to become a doula in a weekend, I want to talk about um, the why. And for me, this is really important because being a doula should not be about making easy money. It should not be about just because you want to own a business and definitely not just because one person or a group of people told you you're knowledgeable and you should become a doula. You, if, if you are going to become a doula, if, if this is something that you've seriously considered, then I highly recommend you to do it because you truly have a passion for it. Um, there's a lot of people that call themselves doulas that 
um, will take on clients and attend births and really not give it their all. Um, what do I mean by that? So I'm not saying that you are on call 24-7 for your clients. I'm not saying that you need to eat, breathe, and sleep your business, which in a lot of ways you do. What I'm saying is that if you're going to be resentful to someone because um, they called you in the middle of the night or because they have what you think is a ridiculous question or anything like that, then this is not for you. Um, Being a doula is something that you do because you have the passion for it because you want to help others. You want to stop others who have had bad experiences or because you're afraid, because you do not want others to have the experiences that you have had. Um, Those are reasons. I think somebody should become a doula. You want to to truly care for others, and sometimes that's not the case. Um, and it ends up hurting us doulas who do care. It ends up making it so clients have a hard time trusting that when we say we're going to be there, we're actually going to be there. Those are things that leave a bad taste in my mouth. Those are things that make me wonder sometimes why I bother to put in such an effort for somebody to come in to to destroy it. I follow my clients wherever their births are. If they're telling me that they're going to give birth next to a river, then you're going to find my behind next to that river. If they tell me they're going to give birth in a hospital, even though they hate their fucking OB, I'm going to be at the fucking hospital with them. And I'm going to protect them from that nasty OB. If any of you have followed me for some time, I often talk about face birth. But the only reason I landed with face birth, the only reason that I really learned that there was an option to give birth outside of a hospital was because I said enough was enough. I had Medicaid at the time and I had an OB that was so fucking horrible that honestly, like I still despise him. And luckily I don't see his name around in a lot of the groups that I'm in to refer clients to him. So I'm pretty sure people will only go to him if they need to have a C-section. But this OB was so horrible at answering questions and always answered back as, well, I'll tell you when it's time for me to tell you or when it's time for that procedure or whatever the case may be. Like any question that I had, he always had some type of non-answer to go along with it. 
so it happened twice. The first time it was not a big deal. Like I kind of knew the answer. So it wasn't anything, whatever important that I, I had to know right then and there. The second time Julio, my husband was with me and I, I really needed to know the answer. It was about um, being RH negative and what to expect and whatever the process along with that was because I was not knowledgeable. This is my first kid. I had mis- only miscarriages before that. So I was getting ready to my second trimester. It was definitely a fear-based pregnancy. I, I was so afraid of losing my baby. I, I could not do it. Like they could tell me to roll over and play dead the rest of my pregnancy. And I honestly would have freaking done it. So I asked this OB to explain to Julio and myself, like what it all means, what to expect, what do we need to know? And he told me, oh, well, don't worry about it. I'll tell you when it's time. And it was like nothing. Like it was no big deal. Like that's just the answer everyone expected and accepted. And he just walked out. So once I got dressed and got out of the room, I told Julio, there's no fucking way I'm giving birth with this man. Like he, he's not, he didn't even answer any of my damn questions. So I asked the nurse for a copy of my records and I told her not to bother making the next appointment that I would not be coming back. So I left with my, my file in hand and I told Julio, I don't know where the hell I'm going to go. I don't know how I'm going to find another OB that accepts Medicaid, but this is not the OB for me. So we left with our file or whatever and Some time had passed. I honestly can't even tell you how much time had passed. Some time had passed and I ended up with um, a midwife. I got a postcard in the mail and it had a bed and a bathtub on the cover of the postcard. And it was for a new birthing center. Over the years after speaking to her and getting to know her and giving birth with her and all of that, I asked her how she found me, and apparently there's this list you can purchase to, um, that has like a list of people who are pregnant. Somehow you sign up for something. We all do it. We sign up for something we think is free and end up on some master list. So I got this postcard from her, and that's how she initially won my services, but, um, After meeting her, after asking her the same ridiculous questions, and God, can Julio ask some ridiculous fucking questions to these poor midwives and doulas? Um, I, I truly fell in love with her. Um, she answered all my questions. She gave me all the information that I wanted to know and more. I had breast implants. I didn't know if I would be able to breastfeed. And she's like, you know, I honestly don't know. It's a 50-50 chance because there hasn't been enough studies on the procedure. And, you know, the the surgeon could have messed something up and whatnot. And she's like, we'll just have to try. So I asked her, should I bring formula with me just in case? And she's like, well, do you want to fail? And I'm like, no, I don't want to fucking fail. So she's like, no, then don't bring formula. If it's needed, then we will make it happen. But if 
let's say the first latch is rough, then you're automatically going to think that you can't breastfeed. And that's not the case at all. And it was in that moment that I learned not to set myself up for failure. And I tell all of my clients who are planning to give birth at home or unassisted, and they ask me, should I pack a birth? And I'm like, well, do you want to set yourself up for failure? If it's a true emergency, more than likely you are going to forget that damn bag. You're not going to know that it's there. You're just going to run out because there's no time for it. So if it's a true emergency, I or your partner or your family member will come back and we'll pick up anything that you need. But, you know, for right now, you need nothing. What you need is what's already available here. And that is how my philosophy has gone with my clients and with my own life. So for me, all of these moments that I've had throughout my life, have told me that not only can I be a doula, but that I can help others become a doula. And if they're really focused, they can become a doula in just a weekend. So I, I, all I ask is that even if you don't know if you want to be a doula, maybe you just, maybe you don't want to attend births. Maybe you just want to be a postpartum doula. You want to be able to help people after they've given birth. Then Take the course, do um, what's needed, and then decide what it is that you want to do. So if you've heard me ramble on and on for the last 30-ish minutes about becoming a doula, and this is something that you are really interested in, or you realize that you want to learn more about, then make sure you check out the bio um, for more information. But before we sign off, I wanted, I actually just received a copy of what the three days of in-person training will be like. Um, And I'm going to read it to you. So they are saying for the 2021 herbal in-person trainings, it's going to be $555 for three days. If you register by the end of the year, so by December 31st, they'll give you $111 off. You're going to get certified with fertility, birth keeping, which is a doula, and postpartum certifications. They're going to have trainings in Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, Missouri, Kansas, Colorado. Utah, California, Arizona, Texas, and if you're listening from our lovely island of Hawaii, then that is a training only if you live on the island. They're going to uh, customize that training for specific cultural references and um, their, their traditions. So that one is not open to the public. Um, you'll be able to email them and let them know that you want to sign up um, for the in-person training. If you want to do it that way, just let them know that I've sent you in their direction. If you email them personally, sign up for the in-person course instead of going through online. Once you pay for your in-person course, they do give you 
access to online as well. So you'll, you will have access to both pieces of information. Um, so if you attend the in-person class, you'll be certified as a holistic doula slash birthkeeper and obtain placenta skills training. So if you need a little bit of extra clash, a little bit of extra cash flow in your pocket and want to start encapsulating placentas, then this will give you um, those training skills that you are going to need as well. Um, let me make sure I'm giving you all of the information here. They do have some scholarships available as well for 50% off if you are currently pregnant when you attend, attend the in-person training, if you bring a placenta, or if you are a person of color, they also have um, special discounts available for you. You can attend an a la carte weekend. So say you just wanna learn about fertility or you just wanna learn about um, one specific section of it, they are offering for 222 per day. But obviously if you attend all three days, you get a better price. So why not just go enjoy the weekend making new friends and getting to know people. Um, so the class breakdown will be as follows. On Friday will be Fertility Friday. It's going to feature a detailed fertility training and it's going to talk about fertility hormones and their functions, temping and charting, uh, natural pregnancy prevention, uh, cons uh, let's see, in-home insemination, so if we're going to, if you're going to be supporting our LGBT community, that's something that I definitely recommend for you to attend and listen to because you want to be able to provide accurate information to our community. Let's see one second here, guys. I want to make sure I get everything. Uh, they're also going to talk about unassisted fertility care, communicating with spirit babies, and Yoni steaming, they just, the list is so freaking long, guys. I'm literally just skimming it because as I'm reading it, like my mouth is open, like uh, I can't wait to attend. Um, Saturday is going to be all about being a doula and birth keeping skills plus placenta exploration. That one is the all day course um, day. So you'll be in there for quite some time. You'll learn about birth, uh, birth statistics your scope of practice and herbal code of ethics. Uh, you're gonna learn about caring for your clients before they become pregnant, during their pregnancy, and definitely postpartum. We're gonna talk about, we, like if I'm a guest speaker or something, I'm already hyping myself up, guys. They're gonna talk about hospital support, midwife support, and unassisted support. And then they are definitely going to be talking about the, the business aspect of it. So those are all great um, information, pieces of the information that you're going to want to obtain. Um, and then, of course, you'll go back on Sunday to finish up your day. This is going to be what I call a half day. Um, and they're going to dive into becoming a postpartum doula and then some herbs and nutrition as well. Desiree and Taylor are definitely really amazing set of ladies that you can reach out to with any of your questions within the group. We communicate um, on a daily basis. We ask questions, there's interactions. They 
do pop quizzes just to get you to, to think what would you do in this specific circumstance. So think of them as your daily uh, brain teasers. So on this last day, you'll learn about postpartum mental health, how to support a family during this postpartum period, the difference in settings of postpartum and shifting your roles appropriately, um, rates and boundaries, belly binding, uh, like I said, herbs and nutrition and tincture making. So all of this information is going to be provided there. They do require that 10 people be prepaid at least two months before the training in order for the training to actually happen. If not, they will not book the venue. So if this is something that you're wanting to do, then please reach out to them and get yourself set up um, for the, the, the training. You're going to want to... Um, you're going to want to be part of this. If this is the career path that you're choosing, if you're ready to have your own business and really grow and help people and own your own business, because I'm going to say it for the billionth of time, you will own your own business. You will be able to set your hours. You will be able to take vacations. You can set up however many clients you want. In any business, we all know the business will make it and thrive if you work it. It's said within all these MLL companies. It's said it within uh, any, any business that you speak to will literally tell you if you work your business, if you truly believe in your business, you can make it happen. So set up your Facebook pages, get with me and let's talk about creating a website for you. Get on Instagram and start telling people that you are certifying to be a doula and you have a special rate going on. Do everything you possibly can to make your business work because a job stands for just over broke. Nobody wants to be at a job forever. You want to have a career. You want to own a business. There may be other doulas, but I guarantee you there's no other doula like you. Nobody's going to work a business like you're going to work a business. Nobody's going to market the way you market. You're going to see people taking your ideas and claiming to have that, claiming their your ideas as their own. And that's okay. Applause to them for trying so hard to be who you are. But trust me, clients know who they want. Clients know who to trust. And there is no one else like me. There's no one else like you. We are each individually amazing and creative. And each of us is going to bring something completely different to the table. So if you are truly, truly ready to start this business, reach out to me. Send me a message. Go on to, the, to, to my website, go to doulacarmenedwards.com, click on podcast, and it says messages. Send me a message. Write me an email, put a post-it, send me a little pigeon with a sign, whatever you got to do to get in contact with me. But let's do this. What are you waiting for? What's keeping you? What is it that you're afraid of to start your own business? If the answer is nothing then contact me today. 
If there's something holding you back, then think about it tonight and contact me tomorrow. Let's figure out what's holding you back. What can we do to make it so you are ready to be incredible and have your own business? I'm being serious. I really do want you guys to reach out to me if you have questions. I really do want to see you succeed. I love meeting other doulas in my area. I don't see them as my competition. I don't care if they offer the same exact services for the same exact price as me because my personality and their personalities are going to be different. And although we get along, what works for one client is not going to work for another. Somebody may not hire me because I curse, but they may love the other doula because she doesn't. Somebody may not hire me because I don't go to church. Somebody may hire me because I don't go to church. So what you bring to the table, what you offer is going to be different than anybody else. And that's okay that those are all things that are to be expected. So I, I really do look forward to getting to know you guys. Um, find me on Facebook at a side of crunchy and let's get in touch. Let's start talking. If you have made it to the end, I am so proud of you for making it this far. I really do appreciate all of your time and listening and looking up the links that I've provided you and sending me messages and sharing the podcast. All of those things mean so much to me and I absolutely do appreciate it more than you'll ever know. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I want to thank Herbal um, for allowing me to talk about them today because I did reach out to them and let them know, hey, like, just want to let you know this is coming your way. Even though I'm not um, speaking ill of anybody, I still like to give people the opportunity to know um, what to expect and what to hear. And they will be listening to this tomorrow. So Taylor and Desiree, I hope you're listening. And I hope you um, are okay with everything I had to say. I really do love you both and I appreciate this this course and allowing me the opportunity and giving me the confidence to be who I am um, without having to worry about, a, you know, setting up a filter, not being my true self. And that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I am going to be signing off for today, but I look forward to meeting with you again next week. Thank you so much for listening and have a great evening.